if you look at uh, handout number two, I just want to close out handout number two today. And I told you that right here, there's some bullet points I want to point out to you. I told you, number one, to be sure that Christians ought to give as the Holy Spirit, what? Leads. And because of that, because of their what? Their deep love for God. Now, one of the things we have to remind ourselves of is this. Yeah, if you're not giving and you don't want to give, that's fine. Amen. But here's the thing. It proves who you love. The Bible says you cannot serve man and God at the same time. Loving too is what? Hard to do. Next thing he says, we should never give less than a tithe, but neither should we stop with the tithe when it's possible for us to go on to greater giving. And so what, we, what we're establishing in this study, saints, is this, that we're not going to look at when we get paid, we're not just going to look at a tenth, right? We're going we're gonna to take, but, but we're not going to go under the tenth. We're going to use the tenth as our what? As our starting point. And then we're going to do this. We're going to say, God, now what is it that you want me to give this week? Amen. Have any of you tried that? Any of you tried that? Amen. You should. Don't go under the tithe. You know what you're going to give in your tithe, but then you say, Lord, what is it that you would want me to give? Amen. Just try. Try and see what God does in your heart. Because remember what we said. Giving is about how much you love who? God. Now, now let me ask you a question. How much did God give to us? Go to John 3.16. You don't even have to go there. You know it. What does, what does John 3.16 say? For God so loved. Let's stop right there. Amen. For God, who? God. So loved the what? The world that he did what? There you go. There you go. That's the key word. He gave what? His only begotten son. So in other words, God did not hold back. He gave his last, his first and his last. He gave his only begotten son. So what we have, when we look at Jesus, we have an example, amen, of what it's like to give. Because watch this. After God gave us Jesus, Jesus came and what did he do? He gave of his what? Life. Now, here's the thing. I don't know about you today, but if Jesus did not die on the cross, <clears throat> come on somebody. If Jesus did not sacrifice his life on the cross today, you and I would not be in the position that we're in right now. And I want to say this to you, and I'm talking about positionally we're going to heaven. We're no longer damned for hell. Oh, that's great news today. That's, that's come on somebody. That's, that's great news this morning. That I should be going to hell, but Jesus paid the price. So the reason that I give is because I show how much I appreciate 
what he has done for me. Here's the thing. How can God really know that you really appreciate what, you, what, what he's done for you? By being obedient? What? By serving? What else? Giving of your time, your talents, and your what? And your treasures. The three T's. The top of your time. People say all the time, I love God. But they don't show it. They may show it when they're ser- in their serving. They may show it in their talents. Watch this. The talent that really God gave them. So really, they're not really giving God anything back. Come on, somebody. Because it belonged to God anyways. Your spiritual gift belongs to God. Now watch this. Time, he gave it to you. Come on, somebody. Treasures, he gave it to you. So in all actuality, what are we giving back to God? We're really just giving him back what what belongs to him. So here's the, the next T you need to add in there, and that is the word trust. Really, giving is about trusting. And tithing should not be a problem, but it is a problem for us. For some of us. Amen. Now watch this. You want to benefit from the tithe. So the New Testament Christian, right here, right at the bottom, it says ought to give more out of what? Grace. Than what? Than the Old Testament believer gave because of the law. Ain't that something? So the New Testament believer should give more out of grace than a requirement. Like, I I have to do this. Listen, you know what? You may not want to talk about it, but it's an issue that we got to talk about. It's an issue that we cannot avoid. And some of us, we want God to do some things in our lives, but yet we're not reciprocating back to God. What's his? So, so, So watch this. So I stand corrected. I stand, I stand corrected. I want, I want to correct myself, right? I told you when I went to the restaurant, right? I told you when I went to the restaurant that I paid, you know, the gratuity started at 12%, correct? Right? So even the, even the, even the restaurant knows about grace, right? They're, not, they're no longer under the 10th law, right? But watch this. I went to the restaurant and I, I, I stand corrected. This is my actual ticket right here. The gratuity actually was what? Eight, it started at what? 18%. 18, 20, and then what? 25. The waiter really thought, <laughs> come on somebody, that I should give him 12%. I mean, I'm sorry. What is it? 25% based upon the what? The service that he provided to me. I wish I had somebody. Now watch this. What has God done for you? Come on, somebody. Amen. And so if the restaurant is starting at 18% and I'm still stuck at 10%, I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. Who's given the greatest service? (laughs) 
Do I have anybody today? Do I have anybody today can see what I'm, what, thank you. Amen. Thank you very much. I hope you see it. It's, it's rich. Hey? So, so, so I'm no longer going with this. You know, I'm going to know, I know what my 10 is, but here's the thing. If I, and, and I did give, I did give above that. But I thought this, I said, man, hold on a minute. I said, I thought it was 12%. I, I shot real low. So I need to bring this in, let everybody see this. This is real. This is some real stuff. So the gratuity, 18, 20, and 25%. And I'm saying to myself, wow. And that wasn't really, it didn't really give me great service. But God who serves me every day. Come on, somebody. He, he wakes me up every morning. He gives me the favor to get the job. Come on, somebody. He opens doors for me. He blesses me with good health and strength in my body. Come on, come on, come on. You think, I, you think I, I'm not undercutting him no more? See, see, here's the thing. And, and, and you see, here's the thing. This is why I say to you that it must be done more under grace than law. Okay? We have to get this in our mind. You don't have to tithe. You give because you love God. Amen. Now we're talking about the three things. So, so, so go to second Corinthians. This is where we stopped off the last time. My goodness. This is good. This is good. Second Corinthians chapter eight. All right. We stopped here the last time. I said, man, this is good. Verse one. Is it? Hold on a minute. Yeah. All right. Now, now what Paul was addressing, let me tell you what was happening. The Corinthian church, this is why. Let, let me say this to you. Whenever you make a pledge to God, to the church, or whatever you say, you know, I'm going to give this, or, you know, I'm going to do this. Make good on it. Okay? Make good on your promises. And, and, and there's a reason why. Because, see, you, you, you should not have pledged if you, if you thought, uh, you know, I, I ain't going to do this. The Corinthian church had started a collection for the church in Jerusalem. Paul, but, but they started, but they stopped. Now watch this. The Corinthian church was one of the most gifted churches they were. They had spiritual gifts. They had great teachers. They had all kinds of stuff going on for themselves, but they had started the collections, but then they stopped. And what Paul was doing now, Paul was telling them, hey, the Macedonian church had nothing. But yet, remember I dealt with this last week, but yet they excelled in giving simply because it was in their heart to give. Are you with me? You see, there's a point right there. The point is, saints, that Whatever you start, you ought to finish. Whatever you promise to do for the Lord, 
you ought to do it. Why? Because there are great benefits in it. Paul says that, he says that, uh, if you look at verse, uh, verse 3, it says, For I testify that according to their what? Ability and beyond their ability, they gave what? Of their own accord. Remember I said this last week? That giving should be something that's done out of what? Love. Not because I have to do it. Amen. Are y'all following me? Watch what he says. He says, begging us with much what? Urging for the what? Favor of what? Participation. When was the last time you begged to give? He says, well, well, let, me, let me say this. He says, begging for the favor of participation. Now, now, now let, me, let me explain. Let me explain what this word participation means. That word participation. So he says, listen, it's, if you just show up to church and you just serve, and you just give your talents, if you never give, you're not participating. That word participation there is where we get the word koinonia. And the word koinonia means fellowship. Come on, somebody. And, and listen, 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 listen. As a growing Christian, one of the things that we all need is fellowship with one another. But you got to think about this for a minute. If everybody is participating in giving, oh my gosh, and you're just saying, well, I can't. You ain't got no house note. You ain't got no re real big bills, right? But you're saying, I, I can't, I can't really do it. Uh, or, or you have a house though, and you have bills, and you say, I, I just can't, I just, I just can't. But, but listen, but you want the benefits, come on somebody, of being in fellowship with other believers, come on somebody, while they are flipping your bill. While they are, watch this, Every time they're paying for you, that's not cornania. You know what that is? That's robbing God. Amen. That's being undercoverish. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Listen, listen. He says the favor of what? Participation in the what? Support of the what? Of the saints. Verse 5. And this not as we had expected, but they first gave what? Themselves to the Lord. See, this is what I found out. If you have a hard time giving, it means that you have not totally surrendered your life to the Lord. Because if God can't have your money, hmm, how can he have you? And you say, well, I, I, I love God. You love God, but you never give. 
We never, we don't support the kingdom. We, we don't even give the 10. But I say, I love God. And I want God to answer my prayer. I got big plans. Here's the thing. If you're planning and you're not tithing, then you're planning to fail. Oh, somebody ought to write that down. If you're planning without tithing, then you're planning to fail. Amen. Because he says that they gave them themselves to the Lord, he says, and to us by the will of God. So it was God's will that they give up themselves. Now, verse 6, look what he says. He says, so we urge Titus that as he had previously made a beginning, so would also, so he would also complete in you this gracious work as well. Verse 7, but just as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all earnestness and in love, we inspired in you, see that you abound in this what? You know what Paul was saying to them there? What do you think Paul was saying to them? Hmm? Paul was saying, you got faith. You can speak well. You have knowledge. Amen. You have love. But you're lacking in something. You stopped giving. <laughs> you started well. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. But you stopped. And Paul says, I encourage you, saints, to abound in this gracious work. Verse 8. He says, I'm not speaking this as a what? See, that's the key word I want you to see right here. He says, I'm not speaking this as a what? As a command. But what? But as proving through what? Earnestness of others, through the earnestness of others, the sincerity of your what? Of your love also. For you know that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was what? Rich. Yet for your sake, he became what? Poor, so that you through his poverty might become what? You see what he's saying? What is he saying, y'all? He's saying, I didn't, I'm not commanding you to do this. So I want you to write this down. When you give, amen, you should give out of sincerity. Write it down, write it down. When I, when I give, how do you know when someone's sincere? It's like you can tell, right? You can tell there's something, there's no aftertaste. Amen. After they say something, you know, you can say, like, man, they're, they're genuinely sincere, right? Sincere, right? He says, not only must you give out of sincerity, but here's the next word. Here's the next word I want you to write down. 
we ought to give, and, and you may have had this, out of love. Love. God, I love you. God, I love you so much that I love you so much, God, that I'm willing to give to you, Lord, not because pastor is commanded me to give, but because I love you. Now, saints, you may say, and you know, a lot, a lot of different theologians may disagree. You know, they disagree with the tithe. That, that it's Old Testament teaching, okay? But I beg to differ in this way. If it's no longer Old Testament teaching and it's New Testament teaching grace, why are you giving less than the tithe? Amen. You're making over $100,000 a year, but you give the Lord $200 a year. My question is, it just doesn't match up because when I go to the restaurant, bring me back to the restaurant. When I go to the restaurant, and they gave they gave me a gratuity guideline. <laughs> Y'all with me now. Y'all waking up. I see y'all getting it. I I knew I had to put it up a second time for you to get it. And so they wanted $9.06. 18% of my bill. My bill was what? 50 bucks. 45 actually. Five people. Right? Watch this now. They wanted 18. They felt like 18% 18% should be the starting point. But when I think about what God has done for me, when I look over my life, listen, I may not have a lot, but I have Jesus. Listen, 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 people who have a problem with money and church, the church just want their money, they don't appreciate what God has done for them. Now watch this, watch this. Oh, if you if you flip over your flip over your flip over your sheet right quick to the second sheet. And uh not not the second, no, I mean week number two. Week number two. We got a few minutes. All right, and I wanna 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 look at something here. All right, we talked about legalism, right? We talked about that our giving should not be legalistic, all right? Uh, we, we know what we ought to do, but we should not. it should not be something that we're forced to do. Amen. Any church should tell you you've got to give and you're going to be cursed, you, you need to run far because that's bad teaching. Hello, somebody. Now, a lot of churches ain't teaching this because they're like, man, are you serious? You, you saying what? But remember the framework that we're in. The framework that we're in is, is what? Grace. Because we what? Because we love God. Come on, somebody. And because I love God so much, amen, I'm willing to be what? Be sacrificial. I'm able to give to him more than what my waiter is getting. Hello, somebody. Because I'm under what? Grace, not the law. 
Now, look what it says here. It says, it says, the second question is, why did Jesus place so little value on tithing? Somebody read that for me. That's week number two. Week number two handout. Two times Jesus mentions tithed. Two times. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And then the way it, the way it goes today, you would think that he said it a whole bunch of times, right? But only what? Two times. He mentions it only two times because they had taken a practice that was supposed to be done out of love into a rule. And it had become what? Legalistic. Now, remember what I said. The tithe is still holy. Amen. Read on for me, sis. Read on. All right. All right, so watch this. So in the Jewish culture, they know, they knew, it had already been ingrained in like, yeah, tithing, we know what we got to do. We Listen, he didn't have to talk about it. As a matter of fact, the two times that he talked about it, he was telling them, listen, y'all so focused on tithing, the real issue is your heart. You, you, you with me? He said, it's the heart. It's, it's my heart. Where's my heart when I give? It's, it's, listen, 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 it's not the amount. But remember what I said. If my, put, put it back, put, put it back, put it back, put it back. Put, if, if my waiter is getting 18% and my God is only getting 10%, what's the problem? It's a big problem. And my question is, does God ever touch your heart to go above the 10? So what I got to do is take the 10 out of my mind and say, God, let me see. This week, let me make a list of all the things you've done for me. Let me see. Let me see. You, you, you breathe breath into me. Ah, that's one. Amen. You woke me up every day. Amen. I wasn't late for work every week. Amen. Then I got into my car and you gave me traveling grace. Come on, somebody. I'm in my right mind because I had lost my mind. So guess what? Amen. That's good. That's good. That's real good. I got the activities of my limb. I got good health and strength. And you're telling me I make $50,000 a year and I give God $5 on a Sunday. Something is wrong with that picture. But when I go to the restaurant, they're suggesting. It's the power of suggestion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said it right. You said it right. Look, 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 look at that. Guideline. Amen. They've made it a rule. So why didn't Jesus have to talk about tithing? Because it was already in them. They already knew what they needed to do. Look what he says. Look what he goes on to say. In fact, tithing had become so what? Abused by the religious. See, this is where the problem is today. We have too many religious leaders. And we don't have relational leaders. Come on, somebody. 
You see, because life with Jesus is about relationship, not religion. And if I have a relationship with him, then if he asks me to do something, I'll do it. Watch this. Watch the text. The text the, 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 look what he said. He said, not only that, there was abuse that they approached to tithing had become a hindrance. Both times that Jesus used tithe in his teaching, he was speaking from such a position. So let's look at Matthew 23 and 23. My goodness. Yeah, look at this. They had become so meticulous about the tithe that it had turned into something that wasn't glorifying God anymore. And look what he says. He says, woe to you scribes and you Pharisees. And, and what? <laughs> All right, you know what? You want this tithe? Right, here, here, I give it. I, man, listen, I already told you. If you're going to give like that, please keep. Listen, please keep it. I beg you. I urge you. Keep it. Because it's not going to benefit you nor the church. It's not. Watch what he says. He says, woe to you scribes and Pharisees and what? Hypocrites. For you tied mint and dill and coming and, ne- and have what? Neglected the weightier provisions of the law. What is that? Justice. Mm-hmm. Mercy. Come on, somebody, and faithfulness. But these things, you sh- I'm sorry, but these are the things you should have done without. Now, watch this now. He's not saying neglect the tithe. He says, but when you give, you must be sincere. You must have mercy. You must be faithful. See, they were so opposite of commitment to God that they thought it was just about a bunch of rules. You got to give. Look, they were tithing on their mint, their deal, all all the stuff coming and all this stuff. But Jesus was saying, listen, you missed it. You missed the reason why I, I instituting I instituted tithing. Tithing was about showing that I love, that it belonged to God, that it's holy. God wants the first of everything. And if he doesn't have first in everything, and if he doesn't have it, amen, then you got a problem. Watch this now. Watch what he said. Watch, watch this now. I want to finish this up. Right? So Jesus said, stop tithing and start exercising such things as justice, mercy, and faithfulness. He is saying that tithing is to be practiced in the context of justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So in other words, he's saying, listen, you shouldn't have all these emotions going on inside of you about it. You must be faithful, merciful. Come on, somebody. And isn't that something? It's a matter of the heart. And, and saints, I want to tell you something. Back to my, go back to the other, one, the other one. This is how most people feel. The ad. 
This is how most people feel. The church just wants your money. That's how they feel. Right? Because it's been abused. Come on, somebody. There are people who believe in, in, in these leaders, and these leaders have taken advantage of them. And guess what? They have, they have literally, it's time, okay. They have literally, literally, amen, abused people with the tithe. So my encouragement to you, amen, and I'll just close out by saying this. Uh, one of the que- we had three questions. One was, one was legalism. The second question was, why did Jesus uh, place a little value? And, and, and the third question was, why did Paul not mention tithing at all? Because, because Paul was a Jew, and he knew that was part of it. Paul in his teaching would, would have expected people to use the standard of the tithe as the beginning place in their giving. Tuesday night, I will continue, amen, with this handout. It'll be handout lesson number three, amen. So we'll pick up here what we left off on Tuesday night, amen, and we'll continue. Now, as I close today, I want to encourage you this way, that as we're learning about God's financial plan for worldwide evangelization, I want you to remind yourself that every time you give, you have an opportunity to show tangibly, God, I love you. And, and listen, and, and stop allowing people to hold you to whatever standard. That, listen, this is not about people. Giving is a private matter. It's between you and God. Amen. And, and, and here's the thing. But when you violate the principle of tithing, then he says... The devourer will come into your life. Start eating away stuff. I look at a tither and non-tither, I tell the difference. Amen. But as, I, as I've grown, as I've learned as a Christian how to give, I give from a heart of love, mercy. Amen. Faithfulness. Be faithful. He says, bring the what? The whole time. Not what you have left over.